Welcome to Spiritual Awakening Unpacked with Elizabeth Coe from Earth Sparkles. If you're on your spiritual journey, thirsty for knowledge and seeking your tribe, we've got you. Join us as we demystify all things spiritual and provide guidance, tools and support to help you no matter where you are on your journey. Today's guest is Paula Rosilli Fisherman. And I got the surname right, so I'm very excited. Yes, she did. <laughs> Let's try and spell that one. <laughs> I've got Paula is, um, I, I'm, I feel very excited to have Paula as my guest. I knew from with the first time I decided that I would do a podcast, I had a mental sort of list of the people I would love to you know, have on here and along with people like Colette Baron reed and, <laughs> and on that list was Paula. That was Paula. <laughs> and Paula has been my my go-to person for at least 10 years. Yes. So for Reiki, when my marriage first um, dissolved, Paula was an integral part of my, you know, healing through that. And then through my own spiritual awakening, when I started having messages and signs and my my guides were, you know, knocking not so quietly on the door. Yes, they were. Uh, <laughs> they were making themselves known. <laughs> Paula was was involved um, in was that persistent. process. <laughs> she was persistent. Paula was involved in that too and, and sharing messages. So um, possibly against her will, I forced her into a kind of mentor role <laughs> with me as my own uh, gifts developed. Yes. So along with that little history of, of how I know Paula and, and what she means to me, Paula is a Reiki master. She's an author. So Paula has her first book due to be released sometime this year called My Dad, My Spiritual Awakening. So a very... Uh, a very relevant <laughs> book title for this for this segment. So this has been a 20-year project that Paul has been working on um, and I'm sure we will come back and allow some time yeah. uh, to talk a little bit about that as well. So Paula is also a psychic medium and a past life regressionist. So thank you so much for joining me today, Paula. Thank you, Elizabeth, for asking. I really was very happy when you asked. Oh, good. <laughs> and what you can't hear is is before this, still this microphone is freaking me out. Yep, me too. <laughs> it is still sitting here looking very intimidating. Yes, it does. <laughs> and, and we've decided that a really good idea would be to make a blooper section mm -hmm. um, and add it so you can hear yes. our false starts and our <laughs> and our little uh, things that we will cut. Yeah, that's <laughs> why we have coffee here too. <laughs> yes, we've got our coffee, we've got candles on, we've got yes. crystals, we've got incense and we allowed about an hour before we started recording just yep. so we could actually gas bag yes, and, and get, sure. some the, get some of the catching up out of the way. <laughs> so um, I think I've already welcomed you. Yes, I've thank kept you. talking so yes. much I've lost track. That's all right. So is there anything, Paula, before we get into the questions, is there anything uh, in the intro that I've missed out that no. you think it's important for people to know? No, you've done everything that is right that who I am. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and what I do. So, yes, thank you. 
Excellent. Now, um, the first question I had for you yes. was, was there a, a moment where you realised, you know, this spiritual awakening was happening yes. and something was different or were you always this way? Like what? Hmm. Can, I think what for myself there was a, uh, and I'll call it, I don't call it traumatic, but I believe that trauma, traumatic uh, situations or happenings usually does open some sort of spiritual awakening. I will say for myself, I did have an ability when I was a young girl. I could see spirits in my room and communicate. Mum and dad uh, used to be a little bit concerned how much I stayed in my bedroom. I had two brothers um, and why I stayed in there, I was communicating and they questioned why I would stay in there and talk to thin air. Um, and of course, they even were concerned that they should take me to see maybe a professional. Were you speaking out loud or in your yeah. mind? No, no, I was always speaking yeah. out loud. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it was just natural and normal. Um, but as I got older, to feel the word I'll say to be normal in brackets here, to fit in. I decided to shudder because, you know, if it wasn't my brothers calling me weird and strange and <laughs> whatever name they could call me, um, even fitting in at school, uh, I found that difficult. So I needed to quietly shut it. Mm -hmm. um, even though I wanted to go back into my home and into my room, my room was my little sanctuary. So I found them comfortable. You know, there was nothing. I was brought up a very strict Italian. Uh, uh, background so it was very hard to as well so for me to go in my room and have my spirits around me even though I didn't know who they were but I just knew they were there. Were they always the same ones or were they different visitors? As I got older and yeah. become more aware who they were I've realized that one of them was my spirit guide who is now in my life so I didn't know that of course when I was younger so for me it was a you know, and I understand for, sorry out there, I work with people now who have children that have the ability to see mm. and say it. And I have a lot of clients that bring their children and ask. I think we all have the ability of seeing spirits. We're, like I said, we're, as a soul, we are there and we, we lose it. Sorry, when we go to school, it becomes the physical world more than the spiritual world that is important. So children lose the ability. Some there is minority and there probably are that have kept it and keep using it and believing in it but for me i think being uh, what's the word you know being uh laughed at i shut it down mm -hmm. so all my life i shut it down until and this is the awakening my dad passed mm -hmm. and when he died in 1998 um of course he said he would always be there but i had no no idea. And my dad was seeing things in the hospital that I was like, I can't see nothing when he would tell me. Mm. So for me, it was, I really shut it because they said, I think it made me so uh, unhappy. Um, so once dad passed away and, you know, I had healing done for the loss of my dad. And then when I learned Reiki, um, I started having little moments of him around, like, it could be the smell of mm. his aftershave or it could be a vision um, or I hear my name get called out 
And the more I got it, the more I wanted it. Yeah, more I can relate I to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You crave it more, especially my relationship with my dad was very, very, uh, we had a very strong connection. Um, he was a tough dad, but he was also very loving and very caring to me. So for me, losing him was a big, huge traumatic. That's mm. how I called it. And I think it needed to be awakened somehow, my spiritual, uh, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, the visions and all the abilities I think I had as a child. So once Dad had passed and all these things, so it took a couple of years. So 2001 I learnt Reiki mm -hmm. and then I learnt Reiki too. And by then I started getting Dad's face coming at me at night and dreams and, and I'm going, is that my dad? And it's like, well, and um, it happened one day when I was waxing, waxing. So I'll just say I was a beauty therapist first. <laughs> um, and I was waxing a lady and all of a sudden I'm waxing and she's talking about a holiday and all of a sudden I just went, am I seeing my father? And there's my father and I could hear him so clearly like he was in my room and telling me he's got this client's grandmother here. So, of course, I ignored it and kept waxing <laughs> yeah, your legs yeah and then of course he kept saying paula tell her i've got her grandmother and then i could see the grandmother she was a little lady she was greek her initial was with an a i couldn't get her full name she was wearing all black so i had to open my mouth which was very hard to explain mm. to this lady out of the blue <laughs> hey have you got a grandma that passed away with an extra and she didn't know where that was coming from so i had to explain i'm sorry my dad's right here and she went what and she knew my dad had passed so that was my first initial beginning of how i started to communicate with my father wow so it was a big huge knock yeah and then as time went on elizabeth i ended up that uh, he would bring in all the clients so once i started doing reiki my dad was always the one bringing in the clients loved ones so he was a gatekeeper yes he was and he had to be my gatekeeper because i was told by some other psychic your father was your gatekeeper because you trusted him because you lost faith mm. so long ago your father, you trusted him wholeheartedly and he needed to be there to help you. Mm. So, you know, my dad and me, we've had other lifetimes together as I believe in that and he had to be my father in this lifetime and he had to pass at a time so I could reawaken my spiritual, you know, uh, ability. So this is how it's, you know, gone from, you know, 2001, 2002 and it's just journeyed on now mm. dad is not there as much i see him every now and then but now i have learned my own spirit guides yeah. and they are there wow wow yeah <laughs> it is yeah and this is all in the story in my book yeah. you know it's about my journey and yeah. where it all started from wow thank you um it's interesting you said because i had forgotten that um, children, because mm -hmm. I'm the same. I believe that they're born with the ability yes. to see, yeah, they are, and they lose it, yep. Um, because you know they get told there's nothing yeah, really no, there, like I got told. you know. And and so I was very careful with my daughter mm. when she told me, "Mum, there's something mm -hmm. hanging close up at the line, and I yep. can see right through her." Yes, I didn't dismiss it. No. 
I was. I asked. I was curious. Yes. Oh, what is she wearing? Because yes. I couldn't see her. Yeah. Can describe her to me. That's you know? right. And I and so I would encourage it. That's right. You keep it and, open. Yeah. Try and keep it open because you know I. I yes. I'm same as you. Like you when you're younger, you. Well, I was terrified when I was younger. Yes. Yeah. I was but, the same. Yeah. I was the same. <laughs> but so people will often ask me, you know, can. You, can you develop, you know, your, your, to be a psychic? And I will always say yes because I fully believe we all have the ability to yes. develop communicating with our spirit that's guides. That's right. Um, and so I, I think that's a, a clear yes. Yeah. We can all develop our intuition as yeah. well. But but now what I'm wondering, is I've not, not been sure whether or not you can develop the ability to be a medium. No. The jury's out yeah. for me and I've always yeah. leaned towards no, you can't. No. So I'm really interested in knowing your view on that. Yeah, it is. I believe that too. Like you said, I think when our soul, you know, goes into a human body from baby, they are connected still to the spirit world. They're connected. And that's why, you know, you could see babies looking over your shoulder and you're wondering why they look in that way. Or mm. Because they do. They see and they can communicate. And it's sad that, you know, society does switch it off. It's not, you know, it's a no-no. Um, and to explain one my daughter exactly the same my younger one she she could see my grand my father so mm. she was saying nonno which is grandfather in italian she would say nonno was here and i'd be like yay good mm. uh, and she would say he'd put me on his shoulder and i'm there yay uh, you know yeah. and when she got to school she decided to open her mouth to the kids and she was only in grade two or grade one and i got called in oh having a crazy kid yeah, or, uh, <laughs> yeah your daughter is scaring other children oh yeah so it was quite sad so yeah it made her upset and made her cry it also made me upset because mm. i know what i went through in being no yeah. you can't talk to that you know who you're talking to and yeah you know i'd point and go can't you see them over there nobody could see it not my brothers my parents couldn't i'm blessed that i have the ability and when my children came into this world i could actually mm. tell them to leave it trust in it believe yeah. in it now it's up to them again they are older now and that's up to their choice but like you said i think we all have the ability to spiritually connect with our own soul mm. to keep that door open and i think fear is what stops us yeah look at me i was fearful not to be just like a normal child if someone saw me talking to myself what would they think of so, i remember when i started to come to see you mm -hmm. like over 10 yes, years ago, yes. um, I was terrified as Ooh. well. And, and I remember um, it was convers you, you would say to me, it's there for you. You can develop it. Your yeah. guides are wanting yes. you to develop it. To open it. But I was so terrified because yeah. of previous experiences, yeah. even as a woman in my 30s, yeah. experiences I'd had that I would, that I'd just shut, shut everything that's down. Right. Because it's like I said, the fear of... Mm. Again, childhood, it can, you know, make a reaction in you that you just go, I can't do it. But it's also about trusting in your own self. And I believe spiritually we can all connect. And mm. if we believe that our soul, if we ask our soul every now and then, how are you going? Then you're connecting with your higher self, yourself. And mm. that is the opening for spirituality. And I think that's where you can get answers. And you, if you trust and you believe, Mm. and you keep that open and you do the practices you know yeah it is you know meditation always helps but i don't meditate a lot but for me i just got to communicate and say hey yeah. my spirit to you oh dad 
yeah and even my mum now so you you keep connection going just as you would physically conversations mm. on a physical level you do it spiritually as a medium it's a bit different yeah me i have the ability to communicate with others as well but i think that was part of my pathway from my dad that i needed to develop that as well maybe it was always in my my pathway mm. as as paula in this lifetime to have that ability when people have asked me to can you learn to be spiritual mm -mm -mm. so why you know spiritual classes out there but if you want to trust in it then it's about working within it's everything's all about working within i think you so you can probably with the classes you can mm. you learn. can learn how to practice the exercises yes. to connect yes but yeah a class it's can't about, can't no. make you connect no it's all you about have you to do that that's yeah. right and i think with medium that's yeah that's a different thing yeah i feel like yeah. it is as well i don't and this is where it comes down to the like mm. your you know clairsentience isn't yes. it like yes like i don't know how i know yeah i just know yeah and it's I a just coming think that from you a can't, higher self. You know? <laughs> and I think with that, like you said, because me, I, you know, I, I don't know all the clients, but there is the smell, you know, see, mine is a lot of visions. Yes. Yeah, mine is visions. Yeah. Then my hearing is yeah. very clear. So, yeah. and of course, it depends on energies. Some yeah. people's deceased loved ones come through and the energy is very, very strong, mm. and some are a little bit subtle. Yeah. But because I have my spirit team, I always go to them and ask them, hey, can you help here? So it gives me more clearer messages to give to a client. Mm. So mediumship is very different. Yeah. So um, it is something I think, you know, I don't know. I don't say you're born with it, but I think there's something in there that um, allows people to, uh, what's the word, sort of if you've, you know, I don't know how we would say it, Elizabeth. For yeah. me, like I said, it just came. I don't think I don't I think what it is I don't think it's everyone's path no to be able to do it yeah and I think whether that's you know fear-based as it was yes. for me you know way yes. back when that's right or whether it's just that's not it's just not their path this no. lifetime no but no. I, yeah I don't know why and, I, I and you yeah. said it you know when you were coming to me and, and even if I was giving you that to trust in that when you started to know you had spirit guides around you it gives you a bit of safety. It gives you like, oh, I'm not alone. You know, I can communicate. And the more you do that, the more that helps your soul mm. to believe and trust and believe in them. I don't, you know, again, I trust them, I'm upset, but I've also got to realise it's coming from my higher self, my mm. soul too as well. I think for me what, what helped me with the spirit guides and stuff, mm. I always found fascinating yeah, and I always would wanted to have messages come mm -hmm. through and I longed for that yes. type of thing. Yep. But it was the um, like the the ones that people have passed over. Yeah. That's what scared me. Yes. And I think what empowered me is finally learning that actually I'm in control here. Not oh, yeah, that's exactly. And right. then I had some other experiences yes. that solidified it for me, and and my guides and my yep. team showed me stuff. That's right. But that's right. probably a whole other <laughs> podcast yes. and topic. Yes, that's like, right. <laughs> it's truly is. Yes, yes. yes you've got to realise you're in control. They can control you if you really allow them. Yeah. But you try not to. Mm. Thank you. That's okay. Thank you. I've got a whole list of questions, yes. so okay. I'm just going to power on. Yes. Um. So, I mean, that was such a great description of what 
that spiritual awakening was yeah. like for you. Yeah. But if you were to describe it in a nutshell, because mm -hmm. I realised that the term spiritual awakening yeah. is going to mean different things to different people. That's right. So yeah. I just wonder, can you sum up in a few sentences what a spiritual awakening looks like to you? Like how, what, what does it mean to you? What my experience? Yeah. Or you mean in a general? Well, just, just general. So, we, so you told us about your experience, which, yeah. which was fantastic. Yeah. But if you were to be asked to put a definition in the dictionary mm -hmm. of what a spiritual awakening is, how would I what, describe yeah, it? How would you describe it? I, to me, I just feel it's the open door to connecting with your own soul. It's yeah. a connection. You know, we are not just physical bodies. We are spiritual bodies, you know. And to me, I think awakening is you just got to knock on the door, open it up. <laughs> <laughs> if I explain it like that, yeah. it's within. The yeah. soul resides within. Let's just open it up. Yeah. And, you know, as I always said, I think, belief is a big thing and where mm. fear sets in it'll just shut well then you're operating from um the, the lower good, realms the, aren't you yeah, and you're yeah. not a good level yeah and it's not yeah. a good level so my experience came a sudden out mm. of the blue situation so there was no warnings or no signs warnings was i said the the signs i had were of course little things and i was getting excited because i was like oh my god i wake up and i go oh my god i saw my dad's face coming at me and just smiling yeah. so they were little little signals and if my daughter said something i go yeah dad's around you know yeah but to have him standing there like like for me it's like i'm seeing the actual person yeah. even though they're not in body anymore people always ask me how do you see them and yeah i can see their mannerisms i can see them scratching their head even though they're yes. not a physical form um they've shown me their mannerisms so i'm able to share that with clients so for dad standing there it was just like and i could wasn't my voice. So <clears throat> for me, and this is mm. not really anything to do with spiritual awakening, no. this is just because I'm very curious. Yes. So for me, when I am um, doing mediumship yes. work, yep. I generally uh, will receive information pro probably four ways, actually. So the most common thing mm -hmm. is I will see uh, pictures like flashcards yes. in my head so yes. it'll be like a flashcard or a mini movie yeah right yeah so that's that's the main one the main they'll one. flash and they'll, they'll right. show me things um second is uh often i'll i'll get a taste in yes. my mouth yep um or a feeling in my body so yep. I'll, I'll feel mm -hmm. something and that will mean something to me i'll like i'll be able to interpret it um and the third most common one is I will just know. I know yes, without a shadow of a doubt yes. about something. Yep. But the one I have least often yep. is seeing them. So all of those things, you know, the pictures, they're in my head. Yes, that's right. And I'll hear things in my head. But occasionally I will actually see as clear with my physical eyes, yes. like you sitting in the chair yeah. in front of me, I would see a person sitting That's there, right. but they're faint and I can see yes, through them. exactly. So it's they're not, like this watery, it's, it's like almost like you. Yeah, transparent person. Yes, that's so that exactly. one is the least often okay. that I'll see it. And that's so, my more. So oh, that's yes. what I wanted to know. So how does it that work for me? For me, is my more. So for me, yeah. it's all about, like you, Elizabeth, you get the, the pictures. I get pictures. I'll get there. Even if someone's had an accident mm. in a car and has passed away, I, they will show me the whole accident 
so I'll see the car rolling mm. and it jolts me a little bit because I'm yeah. getting a clear vision. Yeah, sometimes it's horrible. It's what awful. You it's yeah. awful. You know, yeah. I see a lot of not very great things. Yeah. But if I can help the yeah. the client to be comforted by them being around, it that gives me a purpose that yeah. I'm giving them something. So for me, it is. Uh, seeing as far as the vision of the person and I can see them like I said even smoking and I'll say yes you know, so it's transparent it's not yeah. clear yeah but you could see features of their face yeah. because we have to remember when we die we die with all our personalities yes yeah so they're gonna yeah. still come through you don't all of a, a sudden become this angel no. like this no. really good person no, it's like no right. you know what if they had some shitty habits yeah, in real exactly. life exactly they're gonna have shitty habits then and even if you have <laughs> someone that's passed with a disability yeah even though they may they do not have that in the spirit world but they have to come through. Like if they're in a wheelchair, I go, oh, I'm seeing someone in a wheelchair. Oh, that's my daughter. But, but I always think that so the person understands who, that is. who it is. That's right. Because if they not. came through in their perfect form. They'll just turn around and go, that They wouldn't know daughter. who that was. That's no, right. my daughter was in a wheelchair. That's not my daughter. That's right. So yeah. I have to give all the interpretations yeah. I get. And then for me, it's their... And it's weird because people always ask me, are you hearing the voice? And I go, yes, I hear them, but they're not talking because they're not in physical form. Yeah. But it's all within the head. But yeah. I can have an accent. I can speak like them. Yeah. Because I'm, it's my inner ear that is hearing them so I can interpret. And I, I will say this, it's not like they give me whole sentences. Yeah. So like you said, yeah. you have to trust what's in here so you just know. You're pulling it together. Yeah. You and might hear a couple of words. In a sentence. With my guides, they might say, tell them that, and I go, let me say it properly. So because yeah. guides can be just right to the point. Yeah. So for me, I go, oh, I'm not going to say it like that, but yeah. I'll, I'll make it a little bit more professional and yeah. a little bit more kind of the way it's said. So uh, smell, I don't get as much, mm. and taste, I don't get. So smell, I used to, but it's mm. vision and hearing for yeah. me, the most strongest. I think we could honestly, we're going to have to in the I future know. do a whole um, series on this because yes. I just, I love it. I'm fascinated by it and I'm pretty sure that oh, yeah, I love other it. people are and fascinated as well. Yes. But I remember, um, oh, I just, oh, my God, I love this so much. I was working with my sister. Yes. She was going through something yeah. and and I don't normally read for her. Like we don't yeah. normally, it was, regardless of what people think, yes. often you, you're not doing readings no. all the time for your That's family. Right. That's right. Anyway, but but I did. Yeah. I was doing a reading for her and, and all of a sudden family started coming in. Okay. And then I was taken aback mm -hmm. because it was like, oh, my God, like there are so many people here. I've got the shivers just yeah. telling you. It was generation, oh, generation so upon generation. That. Like yes. it was people we didn't know, yeah. everyone. And I heard my grandfather's voice who yeah. died many, many years ago, mm -hmm. and I can't remember it. I can't no. for the life of you tell you what it sounds like now. Yeah. I heard it. But the thing that really you. got me mm -hmm. was... It, uh, I heard it with my physical ears mm -hmm. outside my yes. ear. Yes, it is. Rather than in my it head. Is. Yep. Like I, it's almost like I could feel the breath yep. on my ears. Yes. Yep. And it was like, oh, my God, Grandpa. And it just 
rushed oh, at me. No. I got actually got really of emotional. Course, yeah. um, but that's only happened a couple of times. Yeah. I, that also happened during my spiritual awakening yes. journey yes. with my guides. Yes. I heard stuff yeah, about. Yes. I know. And it it can't be outside. Yeah. When I used to hear my dad, it. it was Paula and I go, Where's there? Who's there? <laughs> and it was like, and I say to my you know, husband, Did you call me? No. I'm that wow. That was like my dad calling it's my It's amazing. Name. And I think yeah. for me, because I am so logical and <laughs> I like proof, yeah. you would know. I yes, probably have driven you nuts over the yes. years. I like proof. Like prove it, prove it, prove, prove it. it. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's not in my head. No. This is this is not me. No. So I can't it's a, it's write a, that off. This is always going to be a topic that is hard for people yeah. to wrap their head around if they are not. Experiencing it. it or experiencing yeah. it, but I, you know, I'm a big true believer in it, and you yeah. know, it, it is, it will come at you anyhow, anyway. Yeah, and I think the more you want it, and I did, yeah, I was always yeah. like, Get me more, yeah. get me more, <laughs> <laughs> but not too fast, don't yeah. bother me over. Went, yeah. Hang on, yeah. it's a bit too fast, come on, slow it down because I'm getting burnt out there. <laughs> yes. yes, it's been a very uh, interesting, you know, journey, yeah. Oh, I love it. We have totally sidetracked. I know we have. But, yes. but you know what? Again, I'm just following the energy. Yes. Yeah. I think Whatever's coming this is obviously meant to be um, part of this discussion. Yes. And it's always going to be if it's the two of us, let's yep. be honest. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> we talk about anything <laughs> <Yeah>. and everything. <laughs> um, all right. So, okay, we've talked about size. We talked about a warning that change was coming. I, yeah. I think, yeah, you saw those little pictures yep. um, and different things. So um, how did, or, or did, I'm assuming it did, so how did life change for you oh, yeah. once, once you had this spiritual awakening and, you know, you're, you've got your dad standing there bringing through your yeah. beauty therapy clients' um, loved ones yes. and you're, you're doing your beauty therapy work. Oh, that was hard. Learnt Reiki. So, like, how did life change? Oh, it, 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 it actually like we said, the more I got it, the more I wanted it. It was a craving mm. of not just connecting with my dad, but what I could give to people. Mm. You know, I've, you know, I always was a very quiet girl, mm. but even in my 20s, I was very quite unconfident and, you know, I didn't really believe in myself. And I think having this, this shining on me, I just like, oh my God, I've got to now talk a lot more and I've got yeah. to give this out. So the more I did it, the more they wanted it and the more I needed to give. Mm. So what it did from changing from beauty therapy because I would do Reiki while I would give massages. So yeah. I would say, hey, your uncle's here, hey, your father's here. And, again. and the more they wanted it, it started burning me out a little bit because yeah. the more they wanted it, the more I felt I had to give. So, yeah, that's a very common thing, isn't a it? Very common thing. <laughs> Tip for the punches so out there. <laughs> ended up that I gave up doing that and just did the Reiki. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Sorry. I had a life change. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was sidetracking them. No, too. no, we're good. Um, and then I think with it, it became um, Paula became a little bit popular. That it became overwhelming. Yeah. So people would just give my name out, knowing. What I was giving them not was just the connection with their loved one, how much I was helping them to heal. Mm. So life changed that I wasn't the same person anymore. And for me, it was humbling, but mm. at the same time, it could 
override my whole life. And uh, Peter, my husband, actually said once, you know, work is really taking, you know, this work is really burning you out. You're looking not great. You know, maybe you should give it up. And I went, no. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed to learn how to balance it. Boundaries. It's those yeah. energetic boundaries. But it was taken me a long time. Yeah. Because I think that's what I craved a little bit of giving people. But I think I was giving too much to make myself feel better. But at the same time, that's the big change. I needed to learn that. Do you think that's actually, sorry, I've just had this thing yeah. pop into my mind. Yeah. Do you think that's partly validation yeah. to heal you? Yes. From what happened yeah. when it was shut down as a kid? My hand people, up here. <laughs> yeah, people, yes. you know, didn't believe you or they yeah. thought something was strange. And now all of a sudden yes. you're in demand because what they said was strange and what was wrong with you, you right. is this beautiful gift and yeah. they, they want to take as much That's as they right. can and benefit from it. I found too, Elizabeth, that I would have clients, especially at the beginning after Dad passed and when he come through those couple of years after, three years, people would come to me and it was similar. And I'd be going, what, what, what is, why is this similar to my, you know, what I know. Yeah, we always get and the things. And then I'd go like, like yeah. oh, my God, I have to learn to heal. So... I did have to yeah. heal from not just the grief of losing dad, but everything about me, how I represented myself. They say that our clients and our, what our clients are going through are often things that we've experienced exactly. or that we need to address, to address. ourselves. And I found that they're, a they're lot. mirror, you know, we're mirror presented images. with mirrors yeah, of ourselves. Because it's on a spiritual level and that's what it's all about. We have learning lessons here. Mm. and mine was a lot of learning lessons of validating like you said me as a person mm. you know to be shut down and to be you know bullied all that sort of stuff it destroyed my confidence and mm. my self-worth and to be where I am now that's the big change yeah where, where you've got I'm a waiting list where you have to turn people away <laughs> and, you know, and I will say that to you all that you are listening it's very hard to get into me <laughs> I'm very booked up so you know, to see the difference to where I am now. Yeah. Um, my confidence level is, you know, never egoic, but yeah. it's just I feel worthy of myself and where I've come. So that has been a big change mm. for me, you know, to be someone who didn't speak. Yeah. To actually now I have to speak. Mm. Big, huge one. Yeah, that's huge. Mm. So we got to think uh, too, Elizabeth. This happened all in my 30. I was 34 when Dad died, so yeah. I'm in my late 50s. So that's a lot of lot of years that is actually, for me to learn. Yeah. Some people learn it quicker. It took me a little while. Yeah. I think mm. I just didn't have the mentoring. I needed to just mentor myself. You didn't have a you. I've I've had had a you. I wish I yeah. had a you. I, would. I always <laughs> say that. I wish there was another me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, you know, that's another reason that I wanted to, and I think Ooh. I was saying this to you before Ooh. we started recording, um, this is an, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this Ooh. podcast be, because I just feel like there are so many of us out there who are just blowing around in the breeze yes. with not having knowledge available not or not having the right knowledge. Yes and the right content available to them, not being able to find people yeah. that are, you know, like-minded. Yes. Um, and and where do you go? Yep. You know, this is not really a mentor, but this no. is, it's a starting point That's for people. Right. You want to share this because there would be many people out there that have probably gone through similar yep. to me. You know, like I said, that maybe shut it down for reasons for, you know, 
it might be family, it might be somebody else. And like I said, I think doing this is making people aware you don't have to have a traumatic experience like I did. With yeah. my, everybody loses every somebody in their life. But for me, that must have had to be my trigger. opening. It had to be my opening. Yeah. And even though I have gone to other psychics myself to find out why, they've validated that my dad was. It was a karmic, a karmic contract, a karmic contract between me and dad that he, yeah. he had to. So that I could share and help people in this world. Mm. I think often it is um, traumatic experiences that, don't, yeah. like you said, doesn't like have to be. death experiences, they yeah. are out there. There's... Well, for me, it was the the breakdown of a, of a marriage. That's right. There always is, and, look, it doesn't mean everybody no. has to, but I think if we, and, again, if we don't have these traumatic experiences, don't, lose faith oh, no, in you, believing. You still, if you want it, you yes. still will. But yeah. Because I think what happens, the for, like in my um, in my uh, experience, yeah. and, it, and I think yours would be yes. similar, what happened cracked us open. Yes. So yeah. it cracked you open mm -hmm. and you're searching for something. Yeah. And and so because you're searching, you're open and you're looking and you're wanting answers and you're you just craving it, you're yeah. needing it. You're, and that's what opens the door. That's right. So it's some like a lot people, of doors just yeah. Yep. Some people will be searching and craving, but they haven't had that traumatic no. experience. But they're uh, without that, yep. I might not have gotten to that's that right. searching point at that time because yep. my life was very busy. Yes. Uh, busy. It wasn't busy. <laughs> it was busy and full. Um, AKA okay, busy. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I had a busy life. <laughs> Your coffee's finished, that's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time for gin. Yeah. That's true. And it's to make people to understand that, like I said, it doesn't have to be that. I think, you know, you could get little messages and go, ah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, ignore but it. You, you're ignoring it. And the more, oh, you might get frustrated, it's not coming to you as fast. How many times I got frustrated, like, you know, give me more. And I was like, no, it's mm. not the time yet. I believe in divine timing. I mm. believe that things happen in the right time when it's had to, when you're in a good place within yourself. Yeah, I agree. The more I've grown, because the more I got older, the more I was accepting of it, the more I kept open, the more it was coming to me. Yeah. And I believe that yeah. for a lot of people that, I said, you don't have to have a near-death experience or mm. a divorce or a, you know, passing of someone mm. but you know because people say it to me clients say oh, i want to do what you you know i want to be able to do what you do but everybody's got it it's just if you choose to some mm. people don't want to do it it's mm. fine but if they do it's just really finding the way to trust in your higher self yourself yeah. but that's most. but just to make it clear we're, yes. we're talking about that as separate from the yes, medium that's right we yeah. are we are so we're talking now about the psychic yes stuff, that's right whereas, yeah yes. the mediumship yeah. is different but then yeah. you know the psychic stuff also when you feel um you know people want to uh, don't know you know they've got something that they're going to do and they haven't got an answer for it and they search everywhere out there you know even to go to psychics to find it but sometimes it's just going hey let me go within, within you know or you have it validated so validated. you're probably the same like, i yeah. actually find it quite difficult to read for myself <laughs> don't even right there. can't do it right <laughs> and and my my take on that is, <laughs> yes my take on that is because we're 
too invested in the outcome. But we're also probably meant to be uh, in this lifetime as someone to look after everyone else. I don't yeah. mean that in a, like we have to take care, but on a site we're supposed to share yeah. our knowledge yeah. to help others. Yeah, so I do. I find it difficult to read oh. for me. Um, you know, I mean, I will. I yeah, will read. but too. And I can interpret yeah. if I look, do the cards or the runes yeah, or whatever, that's, that's fine. Right. What I find more difficult is having the information yes. popping into my head yeah. like it would for everyone else. Yeah. And, look, I'll be honest here. There are times I doubt my own self and I've been told yeah. by others when I get messages for myself or my children and yeah. or my husband, they, you know, I'm like, I'm doubting it. And you know how many times other people told me, don't doubt it. And I go, I don't know why I doubt my own abilities in myself. I'm the same. When I want messages. And I've got a, that's taken me a lot of years yeah. to not doubt. Yeah, which is, you know, why if I. Uh, so if you, you go know, to see someone well, and they I was go. Well, say, this that? is why I book in with you. <laughs> yeah. That's why I go around looking and I go, yeah, I was right. Peter always says to my husband, goes, why do you go to see somebody? When you know it, I mean, but just need validation. So you just, yeah, it's the validation. Yeah. But I think that also happens with clients so that, that you know, we Why would both see. You, you're telling them stuff. They go, yeah, I yeah, know oh, it. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, oh, my you God, know, yes. I thought, I thought so. Yeah. You know, but it's just sometimes you just need yeah. that outside validation. Exactly. We all need that, it. Yeah, and it just, yes. just, just helps. Yes. Uh, okay, so <laughs> let me see. We keep going off, don't we? Yeah, bit. I know. Okay, so right, we're down to two questions, <laughs> yeah, so we're good. good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what advice would you give mm. someone who is just starting out on their spiritual awakening journey? Um, well, I think probably I've repeated this, but I think it is, you know, belief is, I know it's very hard for us to, you know, society, how it is, you know, to believe trust. To me, that's the biggest one. I think mm. if you can always have, you know, I've been through it where I haven't believed and I haven't trust, and it does shut it. So for other people, even doing things that help you to open up, you know, going to, you know, courses or classes or learning some reading books, I that's how I first started. Mm. When everything started coming through, I started reading lots of spiritual books lots of psychic medium books, and I'd look at it and go, wow, that's what I feel mm. cool. Oh, okay, this is what I need to do. And, you know, I've done the meditation and I've, you know, gone deeply within and, yeah, sometimes I go silent and just try to connect. For, for me now it's different because it's so many years, but for someone to start, there are a lot of tools out there mm. because what you need, if the more you feed it, the more you'll trust it and go, mm. oh, okay, I've read that book and that's how I need to do this. Um, I, I think that's the biggest one, Elizabeth. I don't know if mm. that's enough, but to me it's really just connecting and talk. I've heard that before. Talk to your own self. How mm. are you going? Mm. Right. And you might not get an answer, but you might get a feeling. So when you say talk to your own self, do you mean talk to your higher self? That's right. Yeah. Your soul, yeah. your your higher self, yeah. it is. Yeah. I think everybody has gun instincts. Everybody has intuition. Yeah. That is part of connecting with your higher self. Yeah. And I think when you do that, it doesn't mean you have to be this spiritual guru, mm. but you can. Um, it's like when you are feeling panicky or stressed out. If you just go quiet within mm. 
and you're in tuned with yourself, mm. why am I getting panicky over that? Mm. And you might actually just hear your inner voice going, it's okay. Mm. You know, just be calm. It's all right. And you just feel this calmness and we go, where's that coming from? Mm. Because it's coming from within. Mm. So that's a connection. So, you know, you have the human body, but let's not forget we have mm. the other part that is with us for the rest of our life. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. All right, one more. Yep. <laughs> Top three things Ooh. that people should know or do. Mm. What would be three top Paula's things? top three. <laughs> um, mm. Well, I don't know. I think um, don't be afraid. A yeah. big one. You know, I live my life in fear and carry that through my whole spiritual journey until probably maybe the last maybe five years. Mm. I'm in a really solid place now. So fear is a big thing. Mm. And if you, I know the word belief, but even if you just know that love is what connects you, mm. even to your loved ones, but to yourself, um, love is the whole connection. Mm. And I think it's just knowing. Don't forget you're just a human, but don't forget you mm. are more than that. Mm. You're not just physically just here to roam the yeah. world. There is more. Yeah. So it's, again, that I don't know why trust for me is a big thing. Yeah. And I think that's what I try to help clients to, to just trust, go within Mm. believe what you get and most of the time they do come back it takes them a while but most of the time they go oh you know i'm picking up this or i'm yeah and i think that's a big one and always go it with good intentions yeah all right never bad intentions always yeah. good that comes with confidence and yeah. i think love is a big thing the opposite to love is fear when we have fear we all oh, sorry love just yeah gets yeah so i think that's you know, I don't know if that was three. That could be more. Sorry, Elizabeth, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do some more ups. We had don't be afraid. Yep. So fear is, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So don't be afraid. Uh, trust. Yeah. Have trust and belief. Yes, those two and, together. And operate from a place of love. Love. Best place. You yeah. said it perfectly. Yeah. See, you said it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because right? <laughs> so, no, that's, what, that's one of the things that yes. I, you know, it's one of my mantras is to, Operate from a place of yeah. love and, yeah. and always have in, intentions for the highest That's and greatest right. good yeah. of all. It shouldn't be because you're trying to be better than someone no. else or trying to show off, yeah. you know, your abilities. Don't from, operate from a place of ego no, or a place no, of fear. No. It's, it's love That's and for right. the highest good That's of all. That's exactly yeah. right. Awesome. Yes. I think we've done it. We've got through the list. So before we go, uh, what I would really love to hear, yep. you have mentioned your book yes, um, a, li a little bit through, yes. but tell us about your book. What Look, can we expect? As uh, Elizabeth said, it's <laughs> been a long time in the process. It has been rewritten again probably the last four or five years because as you grow, my, even my writing's gotten better. So um, I, the story, of course, is my book is called My Dad, My Spiritual Awakening, and it is about the story of my dad 
and how he did awaken my spiritual uh, journey. And it, as I've given you a little bit of the feedback on what happened, it's a lot about that. But then it goes into my struggles with spiritual and the mediumship because for me there was a lot of struggles in finding the right balance mm. and learning how to cope with it and how, um, you know, my energy levels, everything. It's in three parts. So, of course, part one is all about my dad and me. And then the second part is all about my own growth. And the part three yeah. is all about uh, clients' case studies where they've given me uh, their okay to put their stories in. I might have changed names because some of them have said that. Um, and just their growth and how I've helped heal a lot of their traumas. So I've really delved into a lot of people's uh, traumas and, and childhood uh, uh, traumas issues that they have grown and that I pick up through spirits and my guides mm. and to help them to heal, to help their growth. Um, and it's remarkable how I've seen so many changes with people that I've worked with for 15 years, you know, and to see where they're at as well in their pathway. So there's a lot, there's, you know, different stories and, you know, there's suicide and there's pregnancies and there's a lot in part two. So you'll see when people do read the book how I began to where I was to where I become. Mm. So I did it in three parts because I wanted to share people my whole journey and um, to help people to so part three is really about helping people what it is that if you have any sort of healing any sort of uh, help through psychics mediums reiki masters teachers that what it can do so i've dedicated it to my dad and mm, okay. uh, i know that he'd be very proud of it but at the same time yeah i'm very proud of it so Hopefully it will be out this year because yeah. I'm really coming to the end now. It's just finalising all uh, the chapters to make yeah. sure that it's all running and flowing well. And then hopefully I'll get onto my second book, which I'm starting to write now. Oh. And that's all about the past life. So, you know, doing Exciting. past life regression yeah, and uh, going through past life classes that I've been doing for years, that opens up another door. Uh, That'll be good because I've done a couple of those. With classes, you. yes, you have. They were fantastic. I know, and I've been doing them for oh, 2006 I started, so yeah. they're quite interesting. Yeah, they're fun. So, I need to yes, do more. Actually, I need to, they I need are. To they're very good. They're very healing. It. People yeah. don't realise that past yeah. lives do need to be healed for our current life. Yeah. Oh, that's probably another yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to have you back a couple of times. Okay. Okay. So so with this with your current book though that yes. you're actually writing, yeah. it is are there like techniques touched on in there? Like I, yes. I'm wondering, is this a yeah, book yeah. that's um, going to be really helpful for general public, yes. but also for healers and psychic yes. mediums as well? Yes. Like, is it a tool it's, that we could use as right. practitioners? Uh, part three, I've really made it for for people to help themselves as well. So there yeah. are, and it's funny because I've got this self help part in there. Yeah. So it could be even you know writing and burning or you know whatever it is. I can't remember fully what it is, but there are. I have to read the book. Yes, to find out. That's right. There are <laughs> things that will help you to clear yeah. and to help you to move forward. So it is a self help book yeah. as well as my heartfelt story yeah. of my journey. Um. 
what is hard for me is being very vulnerable to write this book because there has been so many tears through it, not just of dad's passing, but me, you know, and seeing how I was to where I am. So mm. the book's very humbling for me, but it still, you know, hits a couple of chords in my heart and I know I've written it from my heart. So mm. I know it will hit a lot of readers yeah. That they go, oh wow! I know Paula for so many years. Wow, gee, I didn't know she went through that. Okay. And it might even hit readers to go, hey, I've been through what she's through. I understand. Yeah. It. So that's what I really wanted to share with people. Yeah. That it's okay. We have yeah. similar things, and you're all going to be okay. Thank you. Thank I you, am really looking forward to Thank reading you. the book. Yes. Let me know when it's out because I, I will be, I, you know, I'll share it with everyone I know <laughs> that it's available. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. And thank you for being a guest on the podcast. I'm so Elizabeth glad we finally me. had that coffee together. I know. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's good. It's a free coffee. So I'm happy with that. And I am so happy that you've done this podcasting and, you know, going so well. Very proud of oh, you, Elizabeth. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> oh, you're my pleasure. All right, so that's it, guys. We will uh, wish Paula, um, I don't know what we're going to wish you, every okay, success nice. with your book. Thank and, you. And um, thank her again for coming on the show. Thank you, guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>